What's this thing? What's this podcast about? It's called Mike's Daily Podcast. That's the name of the program. Right off the bat, Mike Matthews is going to give you a fascinating Mike's fact. Daily. January is a killer. Podcast. That's right. The month that we're in yeah. is a killer. Queen. Stop. Laser beam. Dynamite with a laser beam. Genesee to make you smile. What a guy. Mike if you're not feeling well this month, you might want to pay a visit to your doctor, as January has the distinction of being the seasonal peak of deaths for the year. It's also, and I've heard this before, the month of the most divorces filed or separations. Mm, partner separations. The most happen in the month of January as people want to make big changes. I guess, I guess death is the biggest separation. <laughs> Suffering suck attack. I went all Sylvester. Has Sylvester been canceled yet? Hope not. Just because he wants to get a little meal. Eat a little Tweety Bird. So as January has the distinction of being the seasonal peak of deaths for the year, the University of Alberta, someone there one of the professors believes the January increase is due to many factors, including the harsh effects of cold weather and people unconsciously postponing death until after Christmas. What? We can do that? We can unconsciously postpone death? Get out. That's crazy. And here's today's podcast picture. I've been very deep in metaphysical thoughts these days. And so... Forgive me for posting two sunset pictures in a row. Last podcast picture was of the sunset I saw in Fremont a couple nights ago. This podcast picture was back in November, but a beautiful shot my lovely lady friend took of me as I was taking pictures of the ocean. And the late great Basil the Boxer used to go with us to this very spot. We lost him in June of 2020, but... July, rather, of 2020. But this is a spot that he and I used to go to all the time. And the last time he went, actually, was New Year's Eve of uh, 1999 into 2020. And that beautiful spot is right there in Half Moon Bay. You can see that picture at MikeStillyPodcast.com, that wonderful sunset we, we got to experience. And I bet there was a beautiful sunset over there today. We've had some amazing weather. The rain has just stopped and we've had some crate like like lots of haze in the skies but then the nights have gotten incredibly clear so I don't know what is happening but I do know that I'm going to be on the radio tomorrow and every Sunday 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. and get this I'm also going to be on Monday because that is of course Martin Luther King Jr. Day and I'm going to be on that day as well. And the radio station that you will hear me on playing a bunch of memorable favorites 
from the 70s, 80s, and 90s, that station you can find a link to at mikesdailypodcast.com and also see the podcast picture there as well, mikesdailypodcast.com. So I tried watching the television show Yellowstone and since the very first episode begins with Kevin Costner having to kill a horse that was maimed in a auto accident, I decided, nope, not going to watch this. Oh, but Mike, once you get past that scene, the rest of the show is fantastic. And you should watch the Faith Hill Tim McGraw show as well with the guy from The Big Lebowski. No, 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 not my cup of tea. Sorry, not going to do it, to quote the late um, Bush Sr. I have to tell you, though, that scene at the beginning of Yellowstone was pretty... Come on. What do you take us for? How stupid do you think we are? Like a horse would be alive after that? I mean, the horse is basically dead, but it's still... it, It acts like they just basically took a live horse... To do the scene I don't know Just Upsets me When any animal Is killed In a Movie Or TV show I know that's not real life Things happen Bad things happen To animals And people And yes I know But still I'm watching Right now A Maggie Gyllenhaal Movie That she directed Called I think it's called The Lost Daughter It's on Netflix My lovely lady friend Wanted to watch it It's got Olivia Coleman in it and Don Johnson um, Don Johnson's daughter I forget her name so is it Dakota Johnson something like that she's in it and it's just sort of a like it kind of reminds me of deliverance like somebody tries to go somewhere that they shouldn't go and the people they get caught up in like it's supposed to be a nice vacation but it goes completely wrong <laughs> it goes very bad and that's apparently what this movie is about. So it takes place in Greece. And Ed Harris is in it looking very well. He, he looks like his age. And I'm glad he hasn't gotten any plastic surgery. I don't think actors should get plastic surgery. I know it's a young man's, young woman's world in, in show business. And people try to get the plastic surgery to look young. But in the end, it doesn't fool anyone. Plus, when you act, you have to use everything in your face. It's all about the face. And if you've messed with the face in an unnatural sort of way, you're not going to be able to convey. Like, Ed Harris is still an amazing actor. You watch him, and it's, it's all in there. Every wrinkle, his eyes convey so much emotion. It's just it's fantastic to watch him, so I don't understand. But then again, I have a face for radio. In radio, you can... Now, now that's not true much anymore because in the world of radio and podcasting, people are videoing themselves. And I put up a tiny, short, quick video for every podcast on my YouTube channel, which you can find a link to at mikesdailypodcast.com. And yes, that's all I know. is It's a world of being ourselves. I think we got to be more real in this world. It's a, that's how it's been for a long time. I've, I've noticed ever since the 80s, as we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcast Row Valley, Ton, the last place on earth. 
Yes, this place, of course, we're outside a cafe anyway in a real place. Okay, maybe not so real. But I've noticed, you know, with HD television, there's very little you can hide. We knew this at the beginning. I remember when HD TVs started to get popular. And the somebody on the television show Desperate Housewives was like, oh, really? People can see everything? And there was sort of a worry about how much can the audience see? Well, they see the, what's really there. I mean, you can hide some stuff with makeup, but I don't know. It's interesting. Am I off? Am I completely way off? Here's, let me tell you what's way off. And by the way, you can tell me at 336-MM-DAILY, 3 plus 3 equals 6. MM as in Mike Matthews, daily as in what this podcast tries to be but gets interrupted. I got interrupted a couple times this past week. I got home. I Like I tell you, I got my little window that I can do my podcast. But I come home and my little, little window is occupied by my little lovely lady friend. And she and I have dinner and conversation and next thing I know it's too late to do my podcast I'm not going to do it so sorry for my lack of dedication these days but it is FFF so 2367 so there's got to be some kind of dedication there to get me this far uh yes yeah, so apparently on YouTube speaking of YouTube the first video to hit 10 billion views is the music video for Baby Shark Dance Yes, the baby shark, da 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 And now you may spend the next several hours trying to get it out of your head. Get this. The music video was made in 2016. So it's kind of old. 2016 was a way back. I had to... Um, you know what? People need to relax these days. People need to just chill. I got into a little bit of a tiff with someone. Because... I can't get into too many specifics, but it was basically, basically they forgot something about me that they didn't realize I can't get into specifics about. I can't get into specifics about this. Dang it. I've been gag ruled. I can't talk any. Ah, this is upsetting. Ah, talking about being real. Well, at any rate. I mean, I've been doing something for a long time and they forget and they, I, I guess, okay, I'll, I'll go, I'll attack it from this angle. Getting blamed for stuff that's not my fault. I do not like, I do not like people getting upset with me for stuff that's not my fault. And uh, recently, uh, my job, I had to correct somebody who was blaming somebody. It wasn't their fault. It was actually my fault. I had to say, hey, come on. Don't be, don't be that way. Don't just assume that it's there. You know, it just, people need to calm down is what I'm trying to say. People need to relax. And I hear it all the time. People saying, oh, I need some time off. Oh, and some of you are going to get Martin Luther King Jr. Day off. But man, people need to calm down to quote Taylor Swift. I think today was use your gift card day. Okay, because yeah, so many people get gift cards over the Christmas and they get put in a drawer and lost. It's free money, so use it before you lose it. 
A new study by Cardiff University reveals that wearing a coronavirus mask makes you more attractive. That might be true because it brings attention to your eyes. And people don't have to see all your dental work or lack of dental work or any of that. Oh, back to Yellowstone real quick. Uh, They're saying production for the show is set to resume in May. And they're going to have a season five in the fall. For those of you who do like that show. Okay. Well, oh, and today or uh, Sunday is going to be Fig Newton Day. For those of you who love Fig Newtons. Now that involves the fig, obviously, but it also is a chewy device that figs are bizarre. Figs are an odd-looking fruit. They can be very sweet and delicious. But there's something involving um, wasps that I'm not exactly comfortable with that have to do with making figs. So I'll just leave it there. And talk about Tara Reid. Oh. We'll talk about a couple things in the news real quick. And talk about Tara Reid. But first... I made a delicious crock pot meal and I used uh, vegetables. I cooked potato and carrots. I did throw in some meat. I did have, uh, what's that called? Corn beef. That's right. Corn beef. I'm a little early on the St. Patrick's Day food, but I saw it in the store. They're already putting it in the store. So I I grabbed some. I let it cook for about eight to nine hours. I even put cabbage in it at the very end, the last hour. So good. So delicious. A little bit of chicken broth was used. While the slow cooker isn't well suited to every cooking task, it has many significant advantages. The extended cooking times with crock pots and slow cookers allow better Distribution of flavors in many recipes. The lower temperatures lessen the chance of scorching food that tends to stick to the bottom of a pan or burn in an oven. You know, that's not good for you to get that kind of burnt carcinogen type thing involved with your food. Less expensive or tough meats such as chuck steaks, roasts, Less lean stewing beef are tenderized through the long cooking process. The slow cooker is an excellent choice for cooking many venison dishes if you are into hunting deer. The slow cooker, which why would you hunt a deer? They're so cute. The slower cooker frees your oven and stovetop for other uses. Yes, it takes over that task so you can use the stove and oven for other things. It's a splendid choice for large gatherings or holiday meals. Many people swear by their slow cooker dressing or mashed potatoes. Ooh, slow cooker mashed potatoes. I like that. I might try that. There's no need to scrub several pots and pans. In most cases, you'll only have to wash the slow cooker and maybe a few prep utensils. Slow cookers use less energy than a standard electric oven. The slow cooker won't heat the kitchen up the way a large oven will. And that really helps out on the hot summer days, which it's hard to imagine there is such a thing as hot summer days these days. So chilly out. But yes, there you go. It helps out during the summer. 
a slow cooker a slow cooker travels well you can just take it from the kitchen and bring it into the office or take it to a party just make sure to wear a mask just plug in and serve and a slow cooker can usually be left unattended all day for many recipes. You can put recipe ingredients in it before you go to work and come home to a meal. That's what I like the most about it. A slow cooker meal is an excellent choice for a busy day, whether you work in or out of your home. The thing is, you have really, you're gonna have a very, if you like the smell of cooking food, slow cooking food, I love it. I love coming home and smelling that. Oh my gosh, that smells so good. I'm going to eat that now. But some people, nah, they don't like that. Because then it's tough for those smells to leave the house. But there's a note here. Whenever you purchase a new slow cooker, use it a few times on both high and low settings before leaving it unattended. Is the tip that the spruceeats.com gives. The spruceeats.com is where I got that article. Okay, Tara Reed. Tara Reed was very popular with Josie and the Pussycats. She was in the American Pie movies. Uh, she was in The Big Lebowski. Like so many Hollywood women of the era, Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie, Lindsay Lohan, Britney Spears, Tara Reid's career and reputation suffered in her early 20s when she hit the party circuit and became known for tabloid photos at Hollywood clubs. She says, yeah, I partied and had fun. We'd pop bottles of champagne, but who doesn't? There is no Tara Reid mugshot. If you ask Tareed, her reputation as a party girl coincided with her reputation as a professional flake. Two things she considered patently false. Elevated publications largely ignored her. Anyone who's had their body criticized by a cruel audience, as Tareed has had, even an audience of just one can empathize, but Tara hasn't had her large-scale redemption narrative, even as the media has reconsidered narratives about many young white women who were famously in, uh, who were famous in the early O's, in the early 2000s. Maybe that's because her story isn't tragic in the extreme. She's alive, well, and she's still working. Monica Lewinsky had her name splashed across every major newspaper in the world while Britney Spears had to fight for control of even the smallest part of her own life. In comparison, what did Tara Reid endure apart from the vagaries of fame? The world moved on. Maybe she just didn't suffer enough. Still, the way the media treated women like Tara Reid serves as a kind of allegory for the sexist, targeted, and unjustified ways women have historically been treated. This according to Bud, BuzzFeed News. <laughs> not Bud Fees Nude? That's not really a website, I don't think. I'm not going to check. BuzzFeedNews.com But she says, as far as she's concerned... She doesn't actually require redemption, whether for her sense of self-worth or her career. 
The way the tabloids talked about her is old news. She hasn't made any attempt to publicly rewrite her own narrative. She isn't writing a memoir or trying to sit down with Oprah. She simply has been working, now producing more than acting, and she has been living a quieter life. And this is a very long article, but I think if you are interested, you can check it out. Because, oh my gosh, this is quite a while. She says, does she have, she has little time for regrets. I wonder what else I would have done. She said, do I take it back? No, I don't. It's who I am. Okay. Being real with yourself. Calling Omicron mild is wishful thinking. The dismissals of the variant as trifling represent a very dangerous attitude. An immunologist. An immunologist. An immunologist. (laughs) Immunologist. (laughs) I can't say it. Uh, From Yale says. At the core of the problem sits the word mild. Um, So, less severe forms of COVID-19 can certainly be experienced by individual people, especially if they're vaccinated. And there are true reasons to think that the Omicron particle for particle might be less toothy than the Delta variant. But Omicron's unfettered spread has sowed a situation that is not mild at all. And right now, the notion of mildness is making the pandemic worse for everyone. This according to TheAtlantic.com. The false thought that the variant is less of a danger too often gets misconstrued as the variant is not a danger at all. Severity works in degrees, which is indeed what we're seeing. Per capita, Omicron seems less likely than Delta to hospitalize or kill the people it infects. In South Africa, one of the first countries to be hit by the variant, cases have already crested at a record-shattering peak, but hospitalizations, admissions to intensive care units, and deaths remain far below the heights of prior waves. Infections also appear to be decoupling from severe disease in parts of continental Europe. Even in the United States, where the pandemic is as bad as it's ever been, early data are pointing to a blunting in the propensity of Omicron cases to turn severe. The inherent potency of the virus itself, a microbiologist and infectious disease physician at Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston, says even unvaccinated people with Omicron seem less likely to end up hospitalized in the ICU or on ventilators. Laboratory rodents infected with Omicron don't seem to be getting all that sick either. Perhaps because the new variant is less adept than Delta at colonizing the lungs where the wildfire-like inflammation of serious respiratory disease often ignites. 
Similarly, researchers are finding that Omicron isn't keen on infecting human tissue extracted from the lung and may prefer to cloister itself in loftier sites like the throat. Hmm. It's fair then to say that the average Omicron case is indeed less severe, but this is from the article calling Omicron mild is wishful thinking. We are past the point of hoping that this variant will spare us from Catherine J. Wu in the Atlantic. How many times, speaking of which, can you use the same N95 respirator mask? I've seen a lot of people wear these. They have people we've been told over and over again we need to use these type of masks more than cloth masks. Because disposable masks can't be washed, but also aren't single use, there isn't a definitive answer for how long you can use them. However, experts explain how you can maximize mask efficiency by looking out for certain variables and know when to start wearing a brand new one. Avoid constantly touching the mask because that will lessen its integrity. It's time to grab a new one if the filter layers are wet or dirty or the edges don't seem to seal your face. That seems to be the big one, is your face being sealed. So often I see people with their nose sticking out, like they just cover their mouth and they don't care about their nose, but that's the whole, that defeats the whole purpose. One expert says, She wears an N95 mask for a maximum of five times, while others say one week of usage is okay, but you should always discard it and get a new one after visiting a high-risk setting. Experts also recommend storing your masks with care when not wearing them in order to minimize damage. This according to dig.com. And it was also actually in the sfchronicle.com. So condition, fit, integrity, these are things to look out for to make sure that it's working correctly. Did you hear that the Ukraine was hit by a massive cyber attack on their government websites? Suspected Russian hackers leave message warning, Ukrainians be afraid and expect worse. The website of several government departments, including the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and the Education Ministry, got knocked out. Officials said it was too early to draw any conclusions, but they pointed to a long record of Russian cyber assaults against the Ukraine, or actually they like it, just Ukraine, with the attack coming after security talks between Moscow and the U.S. and its allies ended in a stalemate this week, suspected Russian hackers left a message on the foreign ministry website. It said, Ukrainians, all information about you has become public. Be afraid and expect worst. It's your past, present and future. The message reproduced the Ukrainian flag and map crossed out. It mentioned the Ukrainian insurgent army or UPA, which fought against the Soviet Union during the Second World War. And that all from TheGuardian.com. And finally, this fascinating fact. This is a six-second drum solo from a 1969 B-side, and it became the most sampled loop in music history. That 
It is from the Winston's version The Winston's If you don't have a Winston's album Well that's where it came from The Winston's version of Amen Brother Ah There we go That's where that came from And it got used over and over again On so many hip hop records In the history of hip hop There you go Okay Slow cookers Hip hop Relaxation We covered it all today Except we haven't said hi To a couple of folks Outside of cafe anyway Let's say hi to them Hi Mike It's Benita the Rodeo Queen How y'all doing That's a disgruntled field player Tell you what What I think Omicron is Omicron. Huh? Like, you know, like I was trying to be a valley girl. Like, Omicron there, Mike. Tell you what. What? I like that guy from the Big Lebowski. Yeah, the guy that talks to him, that talks to the dude at the bar. Look who else is here. Hello, Mike. I'm at the least stupid handsome right now. <laughs> Excellent. Let me try that right now. Oh, we covered so much today. Mmm. Yum, that's so good. Thanks, man. I'm going to like a drink right now. Cookie. Okay, thank you. Next show, it's going to be the wonderful Shelly Shuhart. No, wait. Madame Rutabaga, Valentino, Bison, Bentley. That's who's going to be on. Chime in about anything we covered. 336-MM-DAILY. 3 plus 3 equals 6. MM is a Mike Matthews. Daily, as in what this podcast tries to be, gets interrupted, that whole thing. Hey, one last thing. You know, we were talking about unplugging. And I just wanted to say, you can, on the weekends, you should unplug. And and don't read the emails. Oh, if I could only do that, that'd be so much relaxation right there. So, maybe you can do it for me. Just unplug. Don't read the emails. But if you want to email me, here's A-Frame to tell you how. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.